It's spooky season. This is fandom season three, episode one. Welcome to a terrifyingly fun edition of Fandoms. Brought to you by the Nerd Initiative Network. <laughs> Good evening to all of the monsters and ghouls, and especially the nerds out there. Welcome to a very special edition of Fandoms. <laughs> Today is a very special lesson on one of my favorite holidays. Please, come in, take a seat, and prepare to give yourself to me. <laughs> uh, thank you for that introduction, Professor uh, Drake Eula. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Uh, yeah. Dracula. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, thanks. And um, I'll take it from here. Hi, everyone. I'm Mickey, also known as Professor CWK here at Fandoms U. And we're talking Halloween. So Halloween, as we know it today, has a rich and diverse history with roots in various cultures and traditions. And it has evolved over the centuries into the modern holiday we know now. So if you'll turn your attention to the board, we'll get into it. Halloween's earliest origins can be traced back to the Celtic festival of Samhain, which was traditionally celebrated approximately around November 1st in what is now known as Ireland, United Kingdom, and Northern France. Samhain marked the end of the harvest season and the beginning of a long, harsh winter. There would be giant celebrations of bonfires, sacrifices, and dances in honor of the sun, hoping to entice it to stay just a little bit longer. Celts also believe that on the night before Samhain, the boundaries between the living world and the spirit world were at their thinnest. They believe this allowed druids to speak with the spirit world and with those spirits still roaming the earth. But that also meant that this was a chance for the evil and mischievous spirits to wreak havoc. So Celts would smear their faces with ash or wear masks to keep the evil spirits at bay. But as we know, the Roman Empire would soon invade and conquer the Celtic territories and they would introduce elements of their own festivals that take place during this time of the year, such as Fernalia, which is a day to honor the dead, and Pomona, which is a celebration to the goddess of fruit and trees, whose symbol was an apple. Over time, these traditions would evolve, along with Samhain, and merge more and more, but it was the 7th century that Christianity would come along and blanket all of these holidays with its own. All Saints Day on November 1st, and All Souls Day on November 2nd. But some traditions die hard, and eventually the night before All Saints Day would become known as All Hallows Eve. Each of these Christian holidays incorporated some elements from the culture and traditions of Samhain. Bonfires were still lit, the harvest season was still celebrated, but new traditions began to pop up. One such tradition was Solent, where the poor people in town would go along knocking on doors asking for food, ale, and specifically soul cake in exchange for prayers. And over time, prayers would evolve into songs and jokes. Now fast forward to the great American migration. On the boats and on the plane. 
European immigrants, particularly the Irish, brought their Halloween customs to America in the 19th century. And these traditions would continue to evolve, incorporating elements from various other immigrant groups and influences. The Irish folktale of Stingy Jack would bring us the jack-o'-lantern. Soling would become trick-or-treating, but it would be combined with the Scottish tradition of guising and the German tradition of besnickling, in which costumes became a huge part of the practice. But it wasn't until the early 1900s that Halloween started to take off nationwide. In Hiawatha, Kansas, a woman named Elizabeth Krebs would throw a Halloween party to prevent the local children from vandalizing her garden as they so often did on Halloween night. Unfortunately, it would prove fruitless and the community would suffer vandalism just like it did every year. But the next year, 1914, she would expand this party to the whole town. They would have live music, costume parties, food, treats, decorations, and even a parade. And this time, it was a success. People of all ages enjoyed the festivities, and it drastically cut down on the destructive activities that would usually take place on Halloween night. News would spread, and surrounding towns and communities would adopt the same practice, having their own Halloween festivals. And it would continue to spread far beyond, making Elizabeth Krebs kind of like the mother of modern Halloween. Of course, it was only a matter of time before Halloween would become a lot more commercial in nature. Costume parties, trick-or-treating, all of the folklore and superstitions became popularized. And the candy and costume business would skyrocket, becoming billion-dollar industries. Today, Halloween is celebrated around the globe, but most widely so in the United States and Canada. It has evolved into a holiday characterized by costumes, haunted houses, parties, decorations, all with an emphasis on children and the tradition of trick-or-treating. But of course, adults also enjoy dressing up and participating just as well. So there you have it. Halloween has a complex history with deep roots in Celtic, Roman, Northern European, and Christian traditions. Over time, it has evolved into a modern holiday with unique practices and traditions, which makes it a festive and spooky celebration that can be enjoyed by people of all ages. We here at Nerd Initiative hope you have the most frightfully fun Halloween this season. And don't forget to celebrate in a safe and respectful manner because people are just as diverse as the types of candy in your trick-or-treat bags. Enjoy yourselves and don't forget to share those Halloween costume picks for a little bit of extra credit. Have a great one. Yes, have a great one. <laughs>
Um, you know, the story of Bloody Mary, where you kind of like stand in front of a mirror and stuff. There was actually a tradition where women would put their backs to a mirror with a candle and they would look over their shoulder and hope that the reflection of their, their future husband would be there. And then just like uh, throwing the bouquet at a wedding, uh, if you bob for apples, the, the first, first person to get an apple was the next person to get married. Like, I don't know what it was. Maybe it's just because the, there was no internet back then. Like there was a lot of, <laughs> This, there's a they, they were they were pining for match.com back in the, in the i'm years. sorry but the bobbing for apples thing that sounds like it stemmed from one of their tests for being a witch but that's neither here nor there oh no like by the way who just, are we let, let's just let's let's, <laughs> let's just say this going back to the salem witch trials mm -hmm. how messed up how messed up were, were the tests where one of them was they would tie them they would tie them and throw them into a lake and if they sunk they were they were they were okay but they drowned if they floated they were witches and they were burned I'm like, it's, it, there was no there was no happy in between there's no win yeah there's no win for that one could you imagine if that kind of stuff you know that all of the people that were accusing women of being witches those were the those were the early pioneer karens <laughs> i didn't think of them that way but the, i guess it would apply. the salem witch trials is basically just an hoa out of control I'm just saying. I think, bit, I think it's a bit more than that. A lot, a lot of fake news involved there with the <laughs> yeah. uh, Salem witch trials. So yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy I mean, zeitgeist. That thou 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 sod is is overgrowingeth onto thy neighbor's lawn, and thou art a witch. You know that kind of thing. But um, but yeah. But, so if you didn't notice, uh, uh, Michael has got a completely different makeover. He's it, uh, he's not with us, but you know I've got this good-looking gentleman next to me. Um, and Will is somebody is, else I don't see. I'm pretty sure. Um, but uh, Will is Will is uh, offered to join in while Michael is on hiatus. Um, and uh, again, you know, Will, thank you so much for doing this. Um, and it's kind of just a weird conversation to have. And if and if you all haven't watched Netheads and you've seen the episodes where we're on. Uh, the only difference is Will could turn my face off at points, and that this in this yeah. way, we can't do that. Well, that's not um, true. I can I can press a button that turns off my camera if I don't want to. It turns off your camera. I but yeah, here's exactly. the funny part: I can do this. Yeah, see, there you go. But you can't, so I feel good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's the way it should be because it's you. You know, you're one of the hosts of the show. You should have my whole job. This is like the easiest for me because i don't have to i don't really have to sit and think about anything i didn't have to do any planning i mostly just had to show up throw out a few gems for you to pick up on you set the show up for us boom i'm super psyched for this yeah no response. the camera's on the I'm done. Show you can do what's that this is the most low impact show you can do like we uh, oh at, at, at the, honestly michael makes me work more i think than anybody else because He'll have like things planned out. He wants to be, you know, to keep us contained because both Michael and I talk too much. Mm. And so if we have an agenda, we're good. Mm -hmm. Now that he's he's not here for this episode, it's it's it may go off the hinges very fast. Um, but I did try to do some planning so that I wasn't just, you know, talking for no apparent reason. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, we are talking about Halloween. Halloween is just around the corner. It's uh, uh, Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday is, uh, I cannot believe, I should say Hall Halloween e or Halloween is also considered um, Christmas season Eve, I guess. 
for for many people. You know, it is always within, or at least it has been, uh, things have changed. It used to be that my oldest daughter around, you know, within one or two weekends of, of Halloween would decorate the house for Christmas for us. Uh, but she is now 20 and has a boyfriend. So who, who knows what's going to happen this time? But, uh, yeah, typically it's always been within a couple weeks or it's, yeah, I mean, already you go into the stores and it's Christmas. Halloween has already been uh, sent to the clearance aisle for, um, for, for 50% off. I'm going to, I'm going to confess to this. Uh, it's not my decision, my family's decision, but I'm okay with it. Um, we are already about probably 30% decorated for Christmas. Hey man, we've already <laughs> talked about this over on NetHeads. I know, I know, I, I have an, a concept of the general area you live. So it's not like you're going to have a high demand for trick-or-treaters on, on the holiday. Holiday oh, yeah. even, really? On the day, really. Uh, don't get me wrong. I love Halloween, but I'm like calling it a holiday. Is, it's just a reason to party. Which is funny because it's, the, it's the second it's the second biggest holiday of the year. Yeah, I would agree completely. And usually it's my favorite. Uh, unfortunately, this year, for some reason, I'm just kind of like not in the mood. And I think it's because I didn't plan out a uh, a costume. So uh, which which I'm 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 actually doing something about but i'm also torn about it because it's one of those things where i'm I'm doing this and i'm like you know what this would make great content and i would really like to shoot it and i'd like to show something about it but you know uh, being within sag solidarity i i'd love to tell you about the costume that i'm trying to 3d print but unfortunately we can't talk about such things so in the interim uh, i'll just say that in my house i've actually made the suggestion maybe we should get some halloween style decorations and mm-hmm. have like a halloween tree so that way we're halfway well we're a quarter of the way there right after the halloween is is packed away mm-hmm. you know what i mean you know some some orange lights some black and gold and orange ribbon and and some fancy things make it look pretty and it's already out yeah, or you know, you could go the the, the low impact route and get um, lights that can change color, like the RGBIC type lights, mm-hmm. and basically you can have like the orangish view hue. Like, you can't see it right now, but I've got them up on my ceiling. Um, and normally it's just like a constant like water flow type look, but people could just change those. I actually have, I I try last year it didn't happen because of COVID and because we ended up going to Disney World at the beginning of December. Um, I try to decorate for Christmas and there's one thing that always stays up and there's these icicle lights that are on one of the trees. And it's because if I had them plugged in and going, I can change their, their color by my phone. And so there's like, there's like the independence day where it's red, white, and blue. You could do orange for Halloween and stuff, except for the fact that they're icicles. So they're not really, you know, how many Practical people see for the other icicles? holidays? Yeah. Yeah. So, but there are people that have them built into their, their houses and that's really cool. I, um, I actually sitting in the garage, one of the many projects I always spin up, I think it was a, maybe a year ago, I was like frustrated with the concept of Christmas lights. And so I did get some external, uh, water resistant RGB lights 
uh, and after showing my wife what they look like, instead of running them along all of the eaves, she wants them, she'll allow them because she doesn't want the LED light look going, but she'll allow me to mount them behind the eaves so that way it would project the light on the house. And then I would do that. I would do lights for 4th of July. I'd do it for Arbor Day for God's oh, yeah. sake. Give me some brown and green. Go trees kind of thing. Well, uh, I would light nice them up for anything. projection um, decorations that they have, not just the ones that go up in the house, but the ones that are like like scenes that you can put up on your window if you mm -hmm. have like a white sheet. Mm -hmm. um, those are really cool. Of course, you have the whole like zombies going at the window type thing. Or... And if you and if you set that up, they also have things for Christmas, like exactly. Santa walking by or he's just sitting there by the fire in your house. Because why yeah. wouldn't he be, you know, in Virginia instead of the North Pole? Makes perfect sense. Well, let's face it. If you follow, you know, we're both friends with Santa Claus on TikTok. And um, I think he was in like Tijuana or something just recently. Um but yeah, you know, you never know. You never know. Santa Claus needs to take a vacation too. Um, uh, let me just put this back real quick. Rich, Rich is going, you know, as a large man, um, like keep Halloween and Thanksgiving strong for candy and food, respectively. I absolutely agree. Um, there is something about the season. I with, with pumpkin spice season coming around, you know, when it coming when, around, when bro, it's been. Well, I'm, I'm trying to say leading into the hot when it comes around. Oh, okay, I gotcha. I understand. What what type of treat or or what type of thing uh, do you look forward to consuming at the beginning of, let's say, I guess usually like the end of August, the beginning of September. Like, what what things do you look forward to? Candy corn, candy corn. Really? Yes, I love candy corn. I've always liked it. And and I understand it's a very black or white candy. That's it. It's just you people either like it or they hate it. There's nobody that's middle of the road on it. But I'm like, you know, a a wax I I just like it. I'll just say that. As a matter of fact, I I I don't know if it will make it in time, but I have candy corn scented oil coming to put in the fog machine for Halloween. So that's interesting. I didn't even know that you could get other scent. Oh well, I used to have a fog machine, mm -hmm. and you know my you know my you know my background. Um, uh, I you, you used to be a youth pastor, work in the church and stuff. And it's funny because I never found any like other scents except for pina colada, and <laughs> it was always it was always fun. so so quick story that kind of goes away from Halloween, but it's kind of funny. Um, in college, I brought everything and except for the kitchen sink. Like I was the guy who brought way too much stuff because you never knew what you were going to get into. I'm the kind of guy who was someone like, Hey, we should go, we should do puppets for kids. I'm like, Oh, I've got some of those. Or, you know, I have stuff to build things. I, I was a crafty guy. Um, and one of the things I brought was my pina colada scented fog juice and the fog machine. And a buddy of mine, was like excited about it. And so we, we set it up in his room and we filled the room with, with the pina colada scented fog. And of course it's kind of got like a purple hue to it. And we also found out that it wasn't super toxic. And so you could actually like suck it in and then blow it in people's faces. And so we're in a conservative Christian college. We're doing this in the dorm. We both like got a big like whiff of it. And we went to run out the room to go into somebody's face and blow it in their face. And one of the, the 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 guy's dads was right there at the door 
and we both like stopped and we just blew like purple smoke out our nose. And he's like, you know, if it wasn't for where we are, I would think something about this, but I'm just going to assume you're doing something stupid. <laughs> oh man. What a, what, it, it's ever so nice when somebody just wants to apply stupidity in place of uh, potentially illegal drug use. That's, that's nice. That's, exactly. I like that kind of, I like that kind of spirit. Yeah. Um, oh, for me, God, that is hilarious. I'm just, the good. thing that I'm, thinking about would also just be anybody seeing you guys coming out of the room because it's just going to be just a, a gigantic release of purple smoke and they're like what are they doing in there and of course like it was so full like it's coming up under the door and so it's like a little bit of a haze and i'm surprisingly we didn't set off the fire alarms because that was the only mm -hmm. thing i was concerned about but it didn't and we opened the window and we cleared it out and at that point we're like yeah we didn't realize what it looked like we were so sheltered um but yeah it was fun and the dad got a kick out of it and he ended up coming in and messing around with us a little bit because he was he he was interested in what we were doing um, you really got to think about your phrasing though um i like that mrs marvelite brings yeah. into the controversial or brings in the controversial topic it seems of i have to admit i look forward to pumpkin spice lattes i i've always thought they were just okay but this season there's this uh iced pump it's a, it's a pumpkin cream chai latte or something it, i and i get it with oat milk and this thing tastes like it just tastes like autumn in a cup is what mm. it tastes like it just like you're like i am i have just walked into the hobby store and the cinnamon is starting to overpower for the christmas decorations but it's still fall you know there's there's leaves changing color and blowing around when you get this thing. You know, you're irritated that a little bit of rain fell, but you're still okay with it. That's how it tasted. And and I I so now I really anytime they go to Starbucks, I'm like, "You know what? Can I have one of those? It's just wonderful." And okay. then I think it actually became kind of a mini trend or one of those hacks that you see and and people were getting those with oat milk like I already did. But then they would also substitute with, I think, a pump of brown sugar and oh. and a pump of something else. I can't remember what it was. And and it it that itself, they're like, oh, it tastes amazing. Of course it does. It's so darn sweet. But it tastes almost exactly like a pumpkin pie. Yeah. So Starbucks, when they did, I used to be a barista. And oh, that's like, right, man. Yeah. Hey, I don't, I don't remember what exactly you're talking about because I think it was after um because i i was i was a barista from like 2008 to 2009 um and drank way too much coffee but fontaine was the company that made the pumpkin spice and it was sweeter back then than it is now and in order to get a similar taste to pumpkin spice what it used to be when they first started doing it you have to add extra syrup uh which is how they get you because it's a lot of sugar mm -hmm. um but you know rich is rich is mentioning um apple cider and apple cider donuts I've never had apple cider donuts, but I will say this. Um, I'm intrigued. This is the season that I look forward to apple cider soda. And if you've if you've ever gone to Aldi, and Aldi's almost everywhere now, um, around this season, they have bottles. This year it's cans, which I don't think I like it. My wife, Rebecca, and I are, are kind of against the cans because they kind of feel like plastic. And can glass bottles are so much better when it comes to like carbonated beverages. And so they have 
um, apple cider, sparkling apple cider sodas that you can get, which were really good. You have to be very careful because the, the, the same company that, that, that Aldi sells, sells pumpkin apple cider. And then around November, Aldi will start selling uh, sugar plum apple cider. Well, you know, my favorite one is a hot Dickens cider. Okay, we're going to keep going. <laughs> Mickey, you have something against Dickens? Apple apple cider. I, I know it's a, a real thing. It's just the, the insinuation. <clears throat> we're going to keep moving. Um, the donuts, apples. I've never had them. I've never had apple cider donuts. I just had them. I've also never had a cronut, but not on topic. Yeah. So a um, couple things when we were talking about, you know, this show beforehand, uh, we mentioned some things. Of course, you can't talk about Halloween, um, you know, the idea of spooks and specters and, you know, um, the uh, the restless souls that that um, kind of haunt um, vacant um, places and, you know, are the bane of the existence of communities, unless you want to talk about Spirit Halloween, um, because of course uh, they they like to haunt all of the vacant carcasses of businesses in the area. Mm -hmm. um, and you were talking a little bit about you know with me about their their origin and or like who they are, and we were talking about like the, the expectations of what we we look forward to. But um, you said that Spirit Halloween was part of Spencer's gifts. If I remember correctly, it was uh, they had wanted to get into the uh, selling of of hollow of costumes and the like because mm -hmm. Party City, you know, they clear out aisles and set up a whole thing. You know, they they hire extra people that are just exclusively working with you, helping you get the costume that you're picking off this gigantic grid on the wall. So they really had a seemed to have a corner on convenient costumes and Spencer wanted to get into that uh, business, but then they just decided, you know, instead of taking up square footage, if we occupy a vacant space and just spin up a temporary business, uh, we can make real money here. And then I think that it also started that uh, people would also kind of franchise it out. So then it became another money-making operation for him. But, it, and, and, and it all stemmed, I think from them originally trying to carry costumes in some stores and then they just had a surplus to go through and i just can't believe that it, it something that's a basic like basic idea like that that becomes not only a titan in the industry but let's face it is almost synonymous now with the holiday completely mm -hmm. and totally interestingly enough however there's not one within like five miles of my house for once i haven't actually set foot in one this year that's and great. usually Usually my daughter wants to go to them because of all the animatronic stuff. She likes to see those things. Yeah, that's really weird. Now, now, mind you, we don't have one within five miles of us because nothing is within five miles of us. Everything right, is, right. is is too far and, and whatever. But we have one just right down the road, you know, 15 minutes uh, from us. And it's it's funny because nothing else, nothing else survives in that that unit. Everything it, it stays vacant all year round, except for when Spirit Halloween fills it up. And and you you know I should have known Spencer's has something to do with it because if you think about it, the more risque stuff is usually toward the back of the store. Mm -hmm. um, you know they've got a lot of little niche like like novelty things that really aren't Halloween related. 
Yeah, I've always wondered. I mean, it, it made perfect sense because you would also go there and you would find certain unique things like, uh, you know, not to talk about struck stuff, but, you know, like one of the things that I've got in my yard, Home Depot related, but I'll get there, uh, is this 13 foot uh, Jack Skellington, right? And mm -hmm. so uh, that the theme that he comes from, you would go there uh, to Spirit Halloween and they have pillows and shot glasses and bowls and mugs and it's like where do they get all this stuff and then you realize oh no it's just a coalition of or it's a collection of things from the stores that are related to these things mm -hmm. and it's it's interesting though because it, i'll be honest with you if you think about it anime is one of the harder things to find sometimes like props and whatever else unless you're ordering them and having them sent to you i've, I've noticed that for Spirit Halloween, they 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 delve deeply into it. So, like, um, I, I normally have it sitting behind me because I've got my Halloween stuff back here. Um, but I have a group that has, like, the Naruto headband. I got that from Spirit Halloween. There's all of the masks from the different characters. Mm. Um, they even kind of went into Demon Slayer this year. And they've got, you know, like, One Piece costumes and, and whatnot. And, you know, after Halloween, if you want, like, collecting that kind of stuff, People spend a lot of money before Halloween. What really they should be doing is they should be they should be spending their money on the sale after Halloween for the next year, because mm -hmm. that's where that's where the ticket is. Like I'll be honest with you, um, my kid loves Fortnite, and you know we we play together and everything else. We went to Walmart probably three or four days after Halloween. We got a. Um, it's the the gladiator version of you know peely the uh the banana mm -hmm. yeah um i'm, I'm potassius peels i think is his name um we got it for for a dollar the whole the whole costume no oh, um, man he's got for a fish a buck, it's costume like, that was like 60 cents it's like kid you want to play here you play for literally play Fortnite all year go ahead knock yourself out anytime you want to be a a roman banana be a roman banana yeah, and that's exactly what he school. does. Oh, that's and, cool. and that's that's the cool thing. Like I have a I have a I'm not because we're not talking about struck works and stuff, but I have a a karate gi um from a show that has to deal with karate and it's just sitting in our room and it I paid I paid less than a dollar for it and it's brand new. Oh man, that and is nice. It's amazing some of the stuff. I don't have it up because I didn't have a real a place to put on the wall because unfortunately my walls are covered. But like even Walmart had one of those um those control panels that when you you flip the switch the, it lit up and it looked like it was like the electricity was live and the wires were shaking, and I probably paid three dollars for it. Oh man! So it's those like you gotta you gotta look. I like we already when we 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 go through Walmart, we literally make a list of the things that we want that if it's still available on the um once it's the holidays over. That's what we get because it's so expensive to buy it. And let's face it, in this economy, you don't need to pay full price for anything. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny you mentioned that, though, because our neighborhood used to be really busy, right, uh, on, on Halloween. We used to have lots of trick-or-treaters. But as the years have gone on, lots of kids have aged out of the, of the homes in our area. But I think there's another reason why that's happening. It's because... Uh, two houses down, my neighbor there used to turn his three-car garage into just like a three-quick hallway haunted house. Uh, oh, and, cool. and, and that brought a lot of people. 
And I've always wanted to do something like that. Realistically, I know I never will. But if I ever actually fully commit to it, like where I've had a clean garage for a year and I know where I can move everything and mm -hmm. still make it work, that is what I would do. I would build up probably three years and I would pick up whatever I could that I thought would apply at Spirit Halloween on there or any place at the uh, on, on November 1st. So that way, let's really stock this thing up so it's cool, but let's make it cheap. Yeah. Oh, my neighbor was a genius, though, too, because he also just took the chain off of his chainsaw, but would still fire it up and go wing, wing, and chase people. Oh, that's but, cool. But there's no blade in it, man. Yeah. Anyway. Well, that's what they do. That's what a lot of them do at like the, uh, the, what is it like the farms and stuff? I, there's, mm -hmm. there's a place nearest here. It's the biggest place in Northern Virginia. It's, um, uh, it's called Cox Farm and they do fields of fear and, and what's really cool about but i get in trouble for a cider joke how dare you sir yeah no it's, how dare you you know get your mind out of the gutter and so we have this we have this this farm and it's really cool because it, it has their whole gift shop and you buy pumpkins and get the cider and all that kind of stuff at the front but you go in and they've got like five or six giant bonfires that they just keep going all night they have a karaoke section in the back um, but their biggest things are the haunted hay rides, which they do an extremely good job with. Um, like they, they, they did, um, what was it? A zombie zoo one year and they had the chain link fence that was kind of like had slack on it. And so the, the guy would run towards you and grab, grab onto the fence and the fence would kind of fall down toward the, the tractor. And then they do their, their fields of fear, which is their corn maze, which leads into like an entire building that kind of goes through as like a haunted house and, they go they that you you enter into a bus and the bus is like 40 feet long and there's like an entire like spiraling bridge and everything in there. They do a really good job and I enjoy that kind of stuff and but they make a lot of money off of it. Yeah, there is a uh I, I can't remember what the name of it, so I'm just gonna say something stupid like Deloso Farms, but it's something along those lines. It's between us and Manteca. Uh and it is a, a massive compound of several different interests. One of them is a haunted house area but then of course they have these massive hay slides for kids and mm -hmm. and they have a last year they had a mini city and it's it's like a massive piece of land that they've basically made into four different quadrants so it's like you walk in at the shops there's the tiny city livestock slides haunted mansion some rides or haunted house pardon me i'm brand naming uh and it's really cool but like in my immediate area, there hasn't been anything, but now apparently, uh, this weekend there is a, a, a group, a, a bunch of people that are locals. They used to have a small one they would set up in their house. It's called the Condemned Compound, uh, but that's going to be open up near us, and it's going to be like ten thousand square feet of scares. So I'm looking forward to that. I like. I it's been a long time since I've been to a, a good haunted house or oh, yeah. a haunted and haunted attraction. I can only and my imagine. kid's a thrill seeker. She always or thrill seeker, pardon me. Like uh the a car wash near us would always do a haunted car wash. And like two out of two years, she went. That's the car wash near us is doing that this this year. Um, which we thought would be fun. Now I imagine that yeah. because of the strike, there's gotta be a lot of people, like let's say makeup artists and everybody that's looking for work that I could see that being an outlet for them, like doing like haunted, like haunted houses and stuff. Like I could only imagine like if you're in the California area that it's, they've got to be a lot better than what they are like on the East coast because, 
as much as the East Coast has like old world building or older, like let's say like settlement stuff that they can deal with or things that are a little bit older because, you know, it wasn't until the gold rush people moved more toward the West Coast. But I wonder sometimes, because let me be honest with you, DC, you would think would have a lot of great haunts, a lot of great places to go. A couple years ago, we did, my wife and I did a group on where we went to the Museum of Crime and Punishment. And we had high expect expectations. I mean, this they advertise the thing. It's you know, there's the 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 world's old the or the the, the country's oldest electric chair. You know, I, I'm thinking like really cool stuff. Their idea of doing a high house was like people jumping out of behind like displays, which was fine, wasn't scary, but then like rubber roaches and rubber rats, like you know, with like like a like that sticky stuff. We went when, when my wife and I were married in 2007. We went to the Niagara Falls side of or the Canadian side of Niagara Falls, and we went into this place and we you know we did a bunch of things. We went to a magician. We went to the Ripley's. Believe it or not, it was it was like it was like the middle of November, so like nothing was going on. We went to a a, a musical dinner theater called O Canada A, and we were the youngest people in that thing. There was a retirement community that had come. And was busing people in. That was the busiest we'd seen. We went to Planet Hollywood. There was nobody. But they had this haunted place called Screamers. And if you've been to the Canadian side of Niagara Falls. And and you, you're you watching this video. Whether live or, or later on. Shoot me a message if you've been to Screamers. It's, it's literally a pitch black haunted house. You walk through in the dark. It's a sensory thing. So there's things hanging from the ceiling that's touching you. They've got speakers in places for dogs barking and stuff. But the biggest thing was you're following these little red dots everywhere you go. And all of the workers inside of the place have night vision goggles, hmm. which means they can see you and you sign a waiver before you go in there that they can do anything they want within reason, not anything illegal. But we're walking through the, the the thing that goes from light outside, which, mind you, the 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 lobby going into this place because it's a horror theme thing. It looked more like a B BDSM type, um, like gift shop because like all of these like lovely chains and it was it was supposed to be meant, meant to be scary. It just kind of looked creepy, and you walk through the the thing to go into the room, and it's kind of like a almost like a bead curtain, but it's more like like paper and stuff. And the first thing that happens is they grab you while you're walking in. My wife would not look up. Her <laughs> head was firmly tucked under my arm. We didn't even get 10 feet. She's she's shaking. Never done anything like this. Again, we're sheltered kids. And I'm I'm I stopped. And you, you remember that? You remember uh I can't, it's a struck work. I can't talk about it now. There's this kind of the idea of like pending doom coming ahead, like let's bring it on. Um, I, I said, honey, I need, I need to prepare you. There's a coffin in front of us and the lights pulsating. There's someone in the coffin and I can see there's movement. You can't see the face because it's covered up. I said, I'm pretty sure I'm seeing blood. And she's like, I can't do it. So you yelled the word screamers, which is the name of the place. And they they come and grab you by the hand, which also terrified her. She screamed when they would to touch us to bring us out. And we came out and they gave us a yellow card that says I chickened out because it's a yellow card because you're yellow belly. You're you're chicken. 
Nice. And it, they gave you a card letting you know that you you failed. And they sent you your way. It wasn't cheap either, but, you know, uh, it was it was an experience. But now she laughs through stuff like that. Well, that's good. I mean, it's good. You know, you, you learn from experiences. Um, earlier, I mentioned the ridiculous 13-foot Jack Skellington that I went into debt for. Mm-hmm. Um, what are what are the decorations like on the East Coast side? Because, you know, the weather during this time of year can be very unpredictable. So what level of commitment do people do? Because out here, you know, generally we just have sun and, and warmth. Some Halloweens I've been trick-or-treating in cargo shorts. So you never know which way it's going to go. But you're relatively certain your, your yard decorations are safe. They're... When when we lived closer toward DC before mm-hmm. we moved out to the country, there was one. If you if you go into the city of Alexandria in Virginia, there is a road called Russell Road, and this is this is what I think of as peak in in the DC area when it comes to Halloween. Um, there's a lot of inflatables. There's a lot of you know scenes of like it looks like cemeteries with coffins and skeletons mm-hmm. coming out of the ground. There was one house on Russell Road that every year the guy spent the entire Halloween season adding something every moment of every day. One year, there was an entire pirate ship with sails and cannons and mermaids coming out of the ground and like like scenes like it was like literally a giant boat in the middle of mm-hmm. this yard. And mind you, Russell road is beautiful. There's lots of grass and stuff. It's more of the, if you would think rural side, but the houses are pretty close to each other. So this guy's entire yard was full of Halloween and very impressive. I don't know if they worked in theatrical displays or whatever they did, but what when they did it, it always looked extremely beautiful and creepy and fun so you'll get that, but a lot of the stuff around here is the giant animatronics from Home Depot or the inflatables. I, you know, yeah. when did, and, and when did we get to this point? Because I too, obviously, I'm a sucker for the mania. I mentioned the Jack Skellington. Mm-hmm. I think we have a 10 foot skeleton as well that I, I didn't put up this year because I'm letting Jack have his moment. But mm-hmm. like, when did we get here? And, and more importantly, you know, I, I love the way other people are trying to cash in on it, even though they don't quite have the clout, if you will. Because I don't know if you have noticed, but there was a period near the uh, be- end of September, beginning of October, where people were discovering a product that was being sold in Target stores that I, I'm not sure if it was a six foot or a 12, a 10 foot or a 12 foot, but it's a yard decoration. And it looks, I honestly speaking, it literally looks like it's cobbled together from other things they had laying around and they figured we can make a product out of this. If we put all the right pieces together, we can call this a Halloween decoration. And, and the reason why it went, it, it kind of got this, this energy behind it though, is because it, it's, it's almost like a sassy yard decoration. It's a, it looks like a jack-o'-lantern you know, wearing robes. I think you have a picture of it. You know, oh, it's yeah. trying to look spoke spooky, but the thing that people were dying about it is because like one of the things he would say is like, I am not a jack-o'-lantern. Mm-hmm. My name 
is Lewis. And 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 Lewis went viral. And this thing was available at Target. I mean, oh. like honestly, look, doesn't it look like it was cobbled together from pieces? It's like we we have th this from a witch's costume. Uh, we have these oversized gorilla paws, and we've got these jack-o'-lantern wall decorations. What can we do, guys? You know, I think if we stick a frame on it, boom. Oh, yeah. uh, and I, the funny I, thing here, here's here's this is how funny it gets. And then there, then there's this. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now it's yeah, it's true. It's becoming. It's also become merch. Literally in Target, you can buy a T-shirt that says that with Lewis on it. In Target, so you know, hats off to them for realizing, oh, we've got something here. Let's move on it fast because most companies they would not have a clue, and you'd start seeing that kind of stuff coming out in your Thanksgiving. And yeah. so, hats off to Target. But the one thing I can say though is. I haven't seen a single Lewis in any yard in my area. Yeah, I haven't either. So uh, it's amazing that it can get this kind of mania, but still not seeing one. Well, it's funny. And, 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 and there are some of my neighbors don't skimp. They get like a new thing every year. And I can tell one of the new hot things must have been this creepy gargoyle because I've seen it pop up oh, yeah. in two of the people's yards who normally get new stuff. Yeah. I, I had a friend who... I remember when when the uh, when the projectors first came out, they had to go to Home Depot and they spent a good amount of money on buying like four projectors because they had four big windows in the front of their house and they mm. wanted each one to have something different, which was neat. But it's like it's like ex it's excessive. And then if you think about the fact that it's like a rear projection, so you have to have something up in front of it, and then that whole space in your house you have to avoid walking like let's face it it's not like you're you know you're yeah you're calvin you're kevin McAllister trying to you know ward off some some criminals but you're you're trying to make the aesthetic look nice which is great but i i always found we had a friend when i was growing up who the kids birthdays were around like march and april and they were very like edgar Allan poe focused and like they loved like halloween was the season so what they did was the kids' birthdays were in the spring, but they celebrated their birthdays, their birthday parties around Halloween. Oh. And they made it like a big get together. And literally you would walk up to their poor up to their house. And they didn't have a big front yard, but they would have graves that were dug up and bodies were climbing out of the graves. And there the, they, it wasn't just the cheap like cobwebs on the bushes. They worked them out to make them look like real webs and the spider mm -hmm. would, you know, would be there. And then you'd walk into the house and it was like something out of a glamour type magazine, but with the colors of like black and silver and a coffin would be on the table and spilling out of the coffin would be like the popcorn hands with the candy corn fingernails. And you'd go down the stairs and they'd have, you know, the everything set up and. Then of course they, you know, they had like the fortune teller in the corner and stuff that all of us kids were terrified of, and we didn't want to go anywhere near them. But that's what I remember about Halloween as a kid, like going to those things. I never went trick or treating, but we went to we went to Halloween parties like crazy. Oh man, I trick or treating was my, as as most kids would say, I mean, but it really was. It was my jam, and I was. I was one of the ones that liked it when, and which is probably why I do the ridiculous stuff I do because I, I have a fog chiller. I usually have good decorations. And when you mentioned the projections, I have a special housing made out of tombstones that, that kind of looks 
like a small crypt and that houses a projector where i use the atmos fx pumpkins to project faces on anime you know animated faces onto three pumpkins and they talk and do stuff all night so you know i i kind of go all out i want it to be a cool house and there were some years i would do scares some years i wouldn't but i always wanted to be one of those cool houses that was into halloween and because the ones that that as a kid i went to that was the exciting part you know i don't i don't know i'm to get what's going on you know are you brave enough to go up there you know and, and i respect the 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 adults wanting to say i'm going to i'm going to get my money's worth out of it okay you want to you got to earn this candy i'm mm-hmm. not just spent i'm spending 30 dollars for entertainment so you got to come up here kind of thing so you know i i loved trick-or-treating but since you never did and that kind of blows one of the questions i wanted to ask you because no no i was thinking about it uh on on my way home right before this i was thinking about i'm like you know what when was the what was the greatest trick-or-treating experience i ever had and then conversely when was my last trick-or-treating experience and i realized they were actually both the same night i think the last year i went trick-or-treating I was, I believe, 12. And I felt at that time that was pushing it. Because as you can imagine, as a as a six foot one guy, I by the time I was 12, I was already like stretching out to the point of questionability if I'm trick-or-treating. And that particular night I was with friends and it was a foggy Halloween night. And I kid you not, we trick-or-treated at least until nine o'clock. And then wandered the streets until 10 before we we went back home. And it was just an it was an amazing night. And I'll I'll never forget it. And I really miss it. And I I thought I'd be living it vicariously through my children, but my daughter, who is now nine, like she may just be going to a friend's house now to go trick-or-treating. I don't even know if I'll be accompanying her. I may, oh. may just be a copyrighted character I can't talk about giving out candy at the door in a very impressive almost but not quite movie quality rendition of a costume (laughs) we shall see so which by the way man i i can't believe i'm pulling it off but it looks like it is going to happen in time so it's not so you're the funny thing is i never longed i never like i never had the just first of all you gotta remember something i lived in an apartment building like Mm -hmm. as a kid so there was no neighborhood right to go like like literally um the, the, where I lived in my neighborhood, right down the street from my house, like a block from my house, was an area where there was a community leader who was giving out watermelons and you know would help people out, and got busted because he was selling you know controlled substances in the watermelons, and so oh. there was a lot of stuff that happened like near my house that I didn't go walking around or go yeah. visiting things. I stayed in. I was a. I I was of a pale complexion and I stayed in or if it was during the summer, I went to the pool that was from the, was on the apartment building because my mom ran the building. Mm-hmm. So I had no problem staying in my mom. When she grew up, she wanted to go hollow trick or treating one year and she wasn't allowed. And so she snuck out and she went now while she was out, there was a, there was a young girl that fit her description that was unalived oof during the trick-or-treating and her and my my family was convinced it was her and so she walks in after sneaking out to trick-or-treat and they all discover 
she said that she immediately got a hug and then she got whipped from them because <laughs> because like she, and so the the fear of that i think happened plus you know and and speaking of which when we talk about trick or treating this is this is the story that i've always i've always known um you you hear about you, people going in you need to get your your candy checked out you know make sure there's no razor blades and stuff it's real except for it didn't happen the way that everyone thought it did the, the the idea of having spiked candy actually took place back in 1974 and it was with the case of timothy o'brien and it wasn't a stranger who did it it was the father oh my gosh uh, the father um was in financial trouble he had taken insurance policies out on all of his children and he laced the candy with cyanide unfortunately timothy ate it and was unalive but his siblings did not eat it. And then thankfully they were saved. And so when you think of like spiked candy, it was because of that story back then. And of course we know we live in a day and time where you have to be careful. And thankfully a lot of hospitals and places will open up and they'll offer to do x-rays for candy. Man, I have, I have it all my years. Nobody's ever had to inspect my candy. And I, I had never come across a thing and i was a kid in the 80s man we were i'm gen x we were just left loose to run but then again i just people i guess either weren't that malicious in my area or you know they were very careful with their drugs they weren't going to give them away free on 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 halloween night to strangers which makes sense mm -hmm. yeah but you know we have i'll be honest with you like i knew growing up in my area no nah, never mind tony i want you to lie to me instead no i Okay, thank you. Thank you for idioms and, <laughs> and repetitious thing, statements. It, um, I'm going to kill me after this. I don't honestly think, I said it again, um, that I would have trusted the people that were around when I was a kid for the candy that they gave. We have weird people. Like, I Well, yeah, I was in the suburbs, man. And I'm talking about the distant suburbs. At the time we moved into the suburbs that where we did it was it was farm country that had been converted or just flat out stuff that during the summer would be considered uh dry as hell so you know it nobody wanted to go there uh everybody that was there was generally friendly and safe i mean when i was a kid like pre 10 years old i remember we would leave the house during the summer to go play we would come back for lunch and then we would go out again and we had to be home when the streetlights came on. So, like, that's like a full work day. That's eight hours that I would practically vanish from my parents' supervision. Somehow I'm an adult now. I don't know how it all works. So, you know, I understand we have very uh, different experiences. And and I'm sorry to hear that you kind of didn't get to to know that feeling. But at least, oh. I, at least in some level, you get to live it through your kid, right? Well, yeah. Well, listen, when I was a kid, we decorated the house. Um, we would always do fun stuff. We'd go places. Um, I didn't have to figure out what candy everybody was giving. My mom would go and take and get me the candy I wanted. We'd usually get, we usually rent movies and we would watch, you know, movies. Ah. And then we would turn off the lights in the house and light up candles and carve the pumpkin. And we lived, we lived um, in Arlington. We lived across from a, a golf course. And so we my my mom would always find some way to tell me like a scary story that was relatable to us and i remember she one year she talked about how 
the mon- about the monsters that lived in the golf course. And I would never be able to do the story justice the way she did. But basically it was the idea that these monsters would, they, they would, you know, come out of Halloween and, and eat kids. And um, they were looking for kids with windows open so that they could, you know, snatch them from their homes and take them back to the, to the, um, to the, 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 the ponds and, and, you know, whatever. And then right after she told the story and I was riveted as a kid, she's like, okay, now go take the jack-o'-lantern out to the porch or the, the balcony. And I'd look at her like, are you serious? You just told me about kids getting snatched out of their windows and you want me to go in the balcony. And she would do that on purpose. And, you know, great mom. I, I, I appreciate those things. I think it's why I like tormenting my kid now. Uh, but I don't, I don't miss those things. I, my childhood was, was Halloween parties and I wore costumes all the time. I'm a big nerd. So, you know, I enjoyed, you know, I, I, before I knew it was cosplay, I, I, I enjoyed cosplay mm-hmm. and, and, and just trying to be different characters. So, you know, Halloween was just an extension of that. And it was an opportunity to watch, you know, um, you know, old peanuts cartoons and, and stuff like that. Um, that's my recollection of, of, um, of Halloween is, you know, all of the, the things that would be on television, um, around the time and, and all of that stuff. And of course the old, you know, paper skeletons with the little, like, um, uh, little was the metal joints that, yeah, the rivet, the rivet, yeah, the rivet, a little pivoting rivet. And, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I was just about to say that was like, it, that was the Halloween decoration when I was a kid is a, the paper skeleton you put on something, the witch's face screaming, a jack-o'-lantern. Like I want, I wonder if anyone is printing those up as retro or if they've just still been done. We uh, have mm-hmm. a couple of them in our garage. I just the garage is a mess right now to be able to find it. Um, one of these days is going to be up. I, I mean, I have like some stuff that's kind of similar to it, but but nothing, nothing like that. It, it, there's just something nostalgic about having those old decorations still. Mm-hmm. Of yeah, course, definitely. also the McDonald's pails, you know, have become a popular thing too. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. My uh, my kid at dance, she has a, a big break between some dance classes, and she's like, could you bring me McDonald's? She's never asked before, and she's a picky eater, so of course I jump on it. And she has a very explicit list of what she wants. She said, I can get it as a Happy Meal if there is a Halloween Squishmallow toy that she may have heard about. And I go there, and I'm like, what's the toy? And she's like, it's the bucket. Literally, McDonald's is like, the bucket is the toy. The thing we're going to stick the food in is the toy no yeah, it's a not, suffocation guys. hazard that's a that's a that's a separate thing but anyway but i digress yeah, yeah um, but that, i i love i it's funny i have one of the buckets like on the other side of the my my monitor right now but um speaking of some halloween stuff and oh hold on rich i dress up every year and love handing out candy now that i'm older my son is yeah that you know I, I, I think i would be more excited if I lived in a community where kids would trick or treat for me to give the candy out, then the idea of going out and getting stuff, because I think then I would decorate the outside and go, we have an acre and a half of land. I could probably easily build like a haunted maze yeah, on man. my front yard, but who has the energy to do that right now? Like, I mean, a lot of people, like I said, there's somebody they used to do their house and now they're renting a big space and they're only doing it for four days. If you think about it, because it's yeah. opening up on Saturday, or crap, did it open today? Part of my language. Wait, one or the that. other. No, it's oh, it did open today, the twenty seventh. So they're doing it 
today through Halloween. So they get five days out of it. If my, I, I can't math. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, two. Yep, five days. Well, actually, I'm sure they're not going to be doing it on Halloween unless you know, like you got no. I guess that would be a fun thing to do on Halloween if you got nothing better to do. Like if you don't have yeah. kids or anything like that, and you're like, I don't want to be answering the door all night. Oh yeah. Yeah, and like people don't know if you live in a community where they're doing trick or treating, make sure you turn your porch light off, and you, <laughs> you shut the lights off. They need to know mm -hmm. that you're not going to, you know, do anything. You know, um, there's something else too, and and I'm remembering it now, which is uh, I can't remember it's a if it's a special sign or a light you're supposed to put out, but it's so that way you could let people know not are you not only are you doing trick or treating. But also, you're you're prepared to be respectful for those that may have sensory input issues, so that oh. way that you, you know it's just going to be a very calm environment for them to come and trick or treat at. Let's see here. If I'm not mistaken, I'm probably am though, or I'm remembering some pre-COVID thing that happened because it's let's face it, it's still a very dividing line: the life before and the life after. For us, trick or treating never really kind of recovered in our neighborhood after that. But I do remember one of the things that was creative is our downtown had offered a trick or treat. And what they were doing was you would drive through it. So they set up a lot of those 10 by 10 stations to be scary displays. And mm -hmm. then people would use a piece of rain gutter that they had trimmed to slide the candy down into your kit to your kid. Well, there's also like a lot of places you can do trunk or treat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then our local uh, mall there are that. some there are some malls that you go to that like it's normally i think it's normally the friday evening or saturday evening before halloween um you can go around to the different businesses and they have somebody outside of each of the stores you know willing to give kids candy so they can just kind of walk around the mall and and get candy hoping that the kids would walk in and want to buy something mm -hmm. um you know because they have all the money and uh one of the things i want to talk about because we're already in the we're already into an hour of talking which makes Oops. perfect sense sorry um is um the idea of you know going trick-or-treating and wearing costumes and of course willow's as Reference the idea of dressing up as something struck, but not talking about it. And of course, you know, as uh, we're hoping that a deal will be made this week, uh, but there are things to do to stand in solidarity. Um, but this also brought up a little bit of controversy with SAG after this uh, this this holiday season, and that is the um, holiday guide, the FAQ for um, dressing up for Halloween. And a lot of people get upset. It's, it's even even. Um, you know, everybody, everybody's, you know, crush, even guys, um, Ryan Reynolds, uh, making a comment about it. And, and I think, I think people went a little bit too far with this. And I think this is where the mentality kind of leans toward the AMPTP when people criticize stuff like this, but, um, SAG is trying to make a, make a statement. They're trying to make people aware that, you know, especially if you're part of the union, like there are things that you do to be supportive of of what they're doing to to not promote things and of course and i think their goal was not to get to halloween um for this but they brought this out and the idea of you know wearing generalized characters uh, generic things you know don't dress as that character from a from a specific property um there are things that you can do like listen if you want to be spider-man you know you're the comic book spider-man i guess is kind of what you know how you'd lean into it um, but then, you know, ghosts, zombies, spiders, um, there are lots of things. I mean, I, I want to reference the movie because there's lots of generic, if you ever watch like old movies where they have Halloween in the movie, 
they're generic they've got generic costumes on because you know they're trying to avoid having to pay licensing fees for those exactly and, and right now this is this could have been the year everybody this is the year you could go ahead and be winnie the pooh all you want because he is a uh what is the term he's he's fair use he, now oh yeah he's fair use now yeah as we've so, seen with uh some 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 iterations of him yeah um but there's i mean there's there's lots of things i mean you could mind you it would be a reference to a movie but you could you put a shower curtain around you and you know yeah. walk around yeah. there are you know that- look here's the thing and i'm sorry to say this all right because believe me you're not sorry. i'm not i'm not thrilled about this because there are there's a lot of amazing stuff going on right now like yeah. shows i'm watching where there's really incredible things going on but we got to stand in solidarity and not talk about them but these things are really amazing and and we don't get to say anything but but Halloween is Halloween, man. A kid is a kid is going to love Spider-Man and they're gonna want to dress as Spider-Man. And it doesn't matter where it's from, even though they're more than likely going to want to dress as the latest iteration that yeah. may be available in media. And, and that's, and that's the way clarify. it's gonna be. They're not talking about kids. Like well, yeah, like, but like it's I'm a kid at heart, okay? Come on, man. <laughs> I, I want to be the, I want to be listen, vengeance. I want to be the knight. Okay, come on. Listen, there are generic ways to talk about you know certain types of of characters and things uh-huh. that, that, that doesn't involve you know directly talking about a specific struck property. Yeah, true. <laughs> you got to be creative, is what we're saying. Exactly. But you know, like that's the thing with what I'm doing. Like technically speaking. I would not be very strike friendly because what I'm doing is exactly what they're it's a specific iteration of a character. Yeah, yeah, it's very specific and there is no getting away from it. And so that's why it's like it, it's it, if you think about it con as, as a piece of content, it's an amazing experiment at, at with only seven days. I've said, can I create a not necessarily movie quality costume, but a very decent higher than you expect one for an an economical approach so in other words if you go out and were to get this it would be around 300 bucks i think if you get one of the really high quality ones can i do something similar with a 3d printer but you know i don't want to look like uh well no you can't even that big green guy with bolts that's 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 one of that you studio so you know it's like what would i do but it's an iteration of a of a a literary character like true true yeah so i mean this things like again, we, it, you run a fine line, especially when it comes to comic book characters and things that are comic book derived. Because of course, when they they translate them to film, those are going to be the most visible and the most available when it comes to going to a place and, and buy. Well, my my know- kid, my kid this year, yeah, um, he he's he's big into watching streamers, like he 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 loves something called lanky box and mm-hmm. they that's where all of my money goes when it comes to buying like these plushies and these action figures and mystery boxes i don't know what it is about streamer we need to make a mystery box that just has a whole bunch of disappointing stuff I'm yeah sure exactly we'll buy it yeah but, and but let but be up front and just say what is this this is the nerd initiative box of disappointment it's yeah. a mystery box yeah it's it's the box but we guarantee we 100 guarantee it contains your disappointment Yes, I would. And it's curated that. to disappoint you. Yeah, I, it would probably mean, sell well. If but, somebody holds tried to sell me that, I'd be like, challenge accepted. Exactly. Put that like, on the TikTok shop. Yeah, like let, let me let me prove to you I can disappoint you. Yeah, exactly. And so 
he there's this other this other thing and it's it, it was based off of a video and i don't know what it is about kids with streamers like i want to watch a video and one and done and i'm good i'm good i don't want to watch it anymore these kids watch these videos over and over again and so my son wanted to be something called a rainbow ghost mm-hmm. and it's literally us we, we we went to the fabric store and we got like two yards of pink fabric because he wanted his ghost to have you know it, a pink sheet which is fine and then we had to cut holes in the head and glue plastic solo cups to them for the eyes oh my gosh and i cut a hole in the plastic cup so he can see through them burn the crap out of my fingers putting this thing together for him and then there's a song about donuts that he loves and so we wanted donuts on his ghost and so the don't the duck the the, the 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 stinking ghost has donut ears, and he is absolutely one hundred percent completely happy. And he's like, "This is my Halloween costume. I'm I'm happy. I'm satisfied." And I look at him and I'm thinking, "When I was a kid, I was never satisfied. Like I I was I wanted official things. Not this kid. He he is perfectly. He is a cosplayer to be in the future, and hopefully he just keeps that spirit about him. But well, yeah. that's part of the reason why I really want to and probably should document this experience anyway. Not only because, well, you know, I could use it for next year, but I also have a funny feeling. This is one of those things where this stuff would be the example of this is how it started. And two years, me walking around in like full body armor is this is how it's going. Or it's like, this is the moment he realized he messed up. Well, I'll be honest with you. You know the way the algorithm works against you on TikTok. It wouldn't get any views. But here's how you make it get views. Scrap what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And you need to make a life like a human size costume of either vector or emo. Hmm. Wow. I could do that. That'd be terrible. That would be really horrible. Um yeah. <laughs> That, I think that would fully drain my soul because I'm already, I already have to on a daily basis deal with the fact that nobody likes me. I like little animatronic pieces of plastic, two of which can't even respond because their servers are down. That's a whole other story you can hear about on NetHeads. Uh, yeah, where did your paddock go? You don't have your paddock fence anymore. Oh, uh, the paddock fence had to go because the emos were hurting themselves on it. These are the adult conversations I actually have now, too. Oh, it's so embarrassing. What am I doing with my life? Uh, but anyway, I got to tell you, too, that uh, if you got a hint of what I was doing, the other thing I picked up that I've always wanted to play with, th this is really just me getting into dangerous territory. But you know those uh, white mesh uh, eyes that are also LEDs? Yeah. So they light up, but you can still see through them? Yeah. I've got them, and I'm putting them in there. And do, do they, do they, is there anything to protect your eyes when you're wearing them or else, or are you going to go blind? No, no. The way the light hits, you, you just see, you still see through it. So I, I'm going to say this. I, um, I actually, um, you inspired me to get a direct drive extruder for the 3d printer. And maybe we'll mm -hmm. have to talk about 3d printing on a future fandom show. Um, uh, but I did finally 3d print something that was successful, which I'm, I'm excited. It, makes me want to get back into doing more um, as I mm -hmm. figure out how to fix the rest of the, the, the 3D printer. But I made myself a Venom skull. Oh, wow. That is, see, that's sweet. Yeah. Good, good, really good quality too. It's amazing what happens when you make subtle changes, right? I had done some maintenance on mine. 
and I and I did not realize I had bent a piece of the PTFE tubing that went into the hot end. And so I just replaced it and then I cleared out a slight clog and replaced the nozzle. Mm -hmm. And that is why this costume thing is even working because it is just going insane right now. As a matter of fact, that clog and everything else happened right after I did the first version of the helmet until I realized it was too small. So then it went offline for a day and I had to switch to the other one, which is okay. Needed the better build plate. Mm -hmm. I will have a cool Halloween cost or not a uh, cool Halloween decoration to be spoken about at a later time, uh, but not struck work are comic books and uh, DC had a particular run, which was uh, uh, it was the darkest. Is it? Yeah, I think it was called darkest night where basically it was the rise of the black lanterns trying to uh, black uh, night. Blackest night, thank you. And so, one of the things I will have that is, is because I have a a cowl of a particular character, uh, I'm going to thank you, sir. I'm going to print a uh, 3D print out just a skull and do some work on it. Uh, unfortunately, it's going to have to be a really big one because the helmet was made to fit my head. Uh, and then I will have the uh, an example of like the the blackest night version of this character. Or at least their head able to sit on my desk. That's awesome. Yeah. So because well, that's because that's when you get into 3D printing, people, you also find ways to to do stuff with the stuff that you couldn't do something with, if that makes sense. I also have for from the Blackest Night story, I have all of the collectible rings, and I got those in real time. Uh, but I have all of the lan different lantern rings still in plastic. From I, I haven't finished reading the storyline. Um, I actually, I had the with, the, with the exception of like, like Batman Superman comics and my doom, like my uh, death of Superman coming from like 92. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a whole lot of Superman, like, like any DC comics for a while. And we were at a yard sale and this guy had not only the entire dark, the blackest night, like series on in like hardback, but then I've got, the majority of the new 52 stuff. So justice league flash teen Titans, wonder woman, Batman, uh, mm -hmm. Superman. I've got like alternate origins for Superman, uh, or no secret origins for Superman. And then I've got a whole bunch of like the earth one stuff. And so I'm excited to like delve into the blackest night story. I figured since I haven't really gone into it too deeply, I want to like try to binge as much as I can around Halloween to, you know, just kind of set the, the set the mood. Yeah. Yeah, there you go, man. That is a, and there's a cool thing you can enjoy if you're shut in and you're able to get something on like a digital subscription to do with the night, a little themed, because at least it's comic books. Actually, you know, that was the thing I was thinking about coming into this, and that's that's how we kind of came to the, the Halloween theme. But one of the things I realized we could kind of talk about, if you wanted to talk about a piece of work, because animation is, is free uh, from kind of embargo there, and I'm, I'm, we're not going to talk about it because I didn't prep Tony for it, but since it's not kind of struck work, I just got to say, if you're a fan of a particular, uh, space, the final frontier kind of program, then that thing, lower decks, the animated version mm -hmm. is crushing it on the app that it's hosted at that I won't say because I don't want to bring up the name. So, but I'll just say Lower Decks is amazing and it is so Easter egg filled. The only thing I fear is I think this is its fourth season. 
I'm fearing they're not going to get another one because it seems like they are just putting it all out there. And they are they found a way to connect this show to like several of the iterations for the time that they're around. If you remember syndicated television around this program mm -hmm. in its second go around, there was a lot of stuff and they tie all these elements in really great. That's all I'll say because you weren't one prepared. of the first nerd initiative articles um, on our website, apart from like a whole bunch of like, you know, comic booky movie type stuff was uh, I think there was a review of lower decks. So, yeah, you know, I, I completely get it. Um, <laughs> we're we're going way over time. OK, and... well, let's tighten it up then. Let's wrap yeah. it up. Let's hit all so, the important stuff. So let's, let's I'll be quiet, Tony. Let's let's do the rundown. First of all, um, just keep the lights on. We have to talk about this because I am contractually obligated to. And that is the Nerd Initiative merch store. Please go check those things out. Um, though it may be spooky, it may not be spooky season. We don't have anything Halloween theme, Halloween themed. Uh, just know that anything you get there will be a treat. Um, you also want to make sure you follow us. Um, reach out to the contact us uh, on that QR code here. Um, this will actually take you to our um, contact form. And if you'd like to know more about the things that Nerd Initiative is doing, you're going to want to go there because we do a nerd newsletter every month. Um, along with that, you want to make also sure that you check out New Comic Book Day every week. The Nerd Initiative bullpen does a great job of breaking down the new comics and the comics that are um, and the stories that are happening. Um, there's even a fantastic um, article and an interview that we did in New York Comic Con um, with Jacques um, with Distillery on the new comic book series Gone, which is phenomenal. Mind you, even the art by itself is gorgeous. And I actually have the first issue here. We got it beforehand. It's actually signed by Jacques. Um, so, I mean, just first of all, I love the fact that it's not the conventional comic book size. And these images are just beautiful. And the freedom that they're giving these guys, along with the investment... Um, or a portion of the stake of the company has been has been awesome. Um, and so there's the interview with that on the Nerd Initiative YouTube channel, as well as an article um, done by ODPH Ken. And then um, just a couple things. If you like comic booky stuff and you like shoes, like the Spidey Venoms that we have here, um, you're also going to check out our Batman Joker shoes, um, the, bat, the, the Bat Kicks. Um, amazing work by Shoebaker. Um, one shoe is Joker, one shoe is Batman. And in fact, just because we can give you a little bit of a hint or a little bit of a tease to it um, in the form of this video right here. Nerdy Kick's new Batman and Joker inspired shoe that's so detailed, you'll relive all your childhood memories. Because on one side, you have the Bat, inspired by old school comics and the classic gray, black, and yellow fused with his eye-catching Bat design. But blessing your other foot are the Jokers, riddled with the ha-ha's. With their bold and vibrant shades of green, purple, and red, it instantly captures the essence of Joker's personality. You do not want to miss the opportunity to cop yours, so do so in the link in bio. Just love those shoes. And Yassine does a great job of it. Then finally, um, also want to tell you, turn a page every Tuesday, um, going through the comics that we know that you'll love. Um, great, great uh, explanations. Um, there's also a great um, interview with Alan Dunford um, that the team did um, just this last week. Um, and so be sure to check that out. And um, on top of that, if you like those shoes that I was showing earlier, there's the Spidey Venoms right there. Um, and then we don't have a QR code for it this time, but we're going to make sure we fix that in the future. Wednesday nights, 
we have the Nerd Initiative uh, Wrestling Night Live show um, following one of the, uh, I think it's I think it's AEW. Um, be sure to, to reach out, uh, check that out and watch those things. And if, you, if you're following this, on, if you're watching this on YouTube and you're thinking, you know what, YouTube, that's cool, it's great or whatever, um, just know this video is also being embedded on our homepage as we speak right now. So if you go to nerdinitiative.com, you can watch these things and you'll also see a cool playlist of all of the Phantoms University episodes or um, or segments that Mickey has done um, since he started doing them. And they are fantastic. They're great breakdowns um, about different things within the nerdum. And if you have a suggestion about um, a future episode, you want to give us an idea of what to talk about. You think, hey guys, you're missing this fandom and maybe it's something we don't know. We love to bring people on and talk about the things that they love. Again, just go to that contact page and make sure you reach out to us and we will do our best to make shows of things that you love because it's if it's not a part of your, it, if it's a fandom and if it's not something we know, we'll bring people on to talk about those things because we want to be able to do a show for every point of view. And we would love to hear yours. So feel free to reach out to us, fill out that contact page, follow the newsletter, leave us a message. Um, we'd love to have you at some time. Um, I think that's it. That was a mouthful. That was absolutely a mouthful. Yeah. And let's oh, make sure oh, we and, get uh, oh, Ken just updated it. What, uh, Wrestling Night Live is moving to Thursdays at 8 p.m. starting on November 2nd. So next week, Thursday night, Wrestling Night Live. And to help give us a boost across many other uh, algorithms, Taylor Swift, 1989, Taylor's version. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, this is our era's tour. Um, and so, um, and if you don't know already, with me has been Will Wilkins. Will Wilkins is um, the host of the show uh, NetHeads, part of the Smodcast Network. Um, and if he, they just did a show on Wednesday night. I think it, did it post yesterday or yeah, yeah. Well, the podcast, the show itself was up live, but the uh, the podcast version did drop late Thursday, early Friday. Okay, so be sure to to check that out. Um, I know they, I've enjoyed the show. I've enjoyed being on the show. Um, I was going to be on the show, but then I got I got stiffed by the one of the other actual hosts. You got so. you got bumped. Sorry, <laughs> got unfortunately, bumped. Mr. Marvelite, we ran out of time. One of these days, I need to be able to be on an episode with Trent because I need to meet this guy because oh, we I'm found okay out that. that Will has a type and it's bearded guys with. Ha I should wear I should wear a pair of glasses. If yeah, I did but, that, I probably would have been able to be on the show. I'm just saying. yeah, exactly. That would have been it. It's like well, but no, Trent has glasses. Yeah, actually, it's it was really weird the last show too, and you'll probably appreciate that this, but uh, he it, for the first time since like 2016 his beard was was trimmed so it was it wasn't he went from like duck dynasty instead to like bob vila from this old house if you're if you want to gauge it on beards you know so uh that was, I was like wow look at him at which point i'm instantly like you're dating somebody aren't you and he is so there nice you go. Yeah. nice anyway yeah see nerds can get ladies <laughs> hey i know it Yes, I think I think the last wasn't it the last show we were on together. Um, no, you, yeah, wasn't the last show we were on together? Like somebody like in the comments made a made a statement about like like say insinuating that we were all single. 
Yeah, probably. And it's like, no, man, we're mad. And I almost responded, but I decided not to. And yeah. like we just deleted the comment, but I'm sitting there going, Wow, like we 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 both got kids, and then Michael has had one on the way, and so yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, with that said, friend. we have gone yeah. way over. Will, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being a, a stand-in for Michael. Um, as he's on hiatus, um, and we'll see you next time. Thank you, sir. At literally any time. Absolutely.